It is the most highly anticipated EV IPO since, well, probably the EV SPAC-a-thon earlier this year when we saw a lot of EV companies go public. Some of those trades were actually profitable, many not so much, but today it's an EV company that seems to be destined for success. Rivian, for those of you guys playing at home, the ticker symbol R-I-V-N, yesterday they priced the IPO at the very high end of any expectation, $78 a share. It's a remarkable $70 billion valuation, and the early indication is the stock would actually open up around $120. That is a $100 billion valuation. I'm just checking. It does not seem to be trading yet, but for some perspective, Ford, one of the big name investors in Rivian, they have a market cap of $80 billion right now. They own 12% of Rivian. Amazon owns 20% of Rivian. All in, the early investors have already pumped uh, $10 billion into Rivian, and today's IPO will raise nearly $12 billion more. They are going to be burning through that cash to ramp up production for their three vehicles. They have a pickup truck, a sport utility vehicle, and a delivery van collab that they're making for Amazon. They've already ordered 100,000 of those. Not all, at, not all at once, but they're expected to be delivered by 2030. So Rivian has the cash, they have the products, they have some sales, everything sounds great. But at today's insanely high valuations, is it a good investment? Could it be bigger than Lucid? Lucid, which went public uh, as the biggest SPAC of all time, is up 350% right now, making it a $70 billion company. So today on Dumb Money, we are deciding if we are adding Rivian to our portfolios, trying to decide if Rivian is a bigger deal than Lucid, and maybe, just maybe, if Rivian really is the next Tesla. We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turn $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. Welcome to the special live IPO day coverage of the Rivian IPO. By the way, there is another IPO you might not be aware of today. That is the initial public offering of the like button. And if you act now, you can smash the like button for free. And it looks Dave, like get, breaking news, Rivian is now, they've just actually uh, started trading. So let's uh, look, it's trading at 110, 108, 107. Oh. It's it's on the move, it's on the move. Let's uh, pull up, uh, I've got their chart here. Yeah. People out of their mind? Are they, their Chris, mind. You're missing out. You're you're missing out on that. No, I'm not. Uh, could be. I'm not missing out on anything at 108. I, you know, I don't trade Guys, I don't trade price. I don't generally trade price. I think I think in this situation, whenever you have an IPO, price is an indication of uh, you know market perception of the offering. And I think when you dig beneath the price as to who's buying this and why they're buying it, um, Jordan, Dave, you know that Rivian is the one EV company that I have been excited about investing in for what three years now. Uh, I've been so excited about Rivian. It's the one I really wanted to be involved with. Uh, if I should have pushed harder to try to get some private allocation a few years ago. Um, that said, I always thought that I had some sort of an edge 
on Rivian traction uh, and Rivian backing. And today going into the IPO, I have no edge. There's no alpha here for me. There's nothing that I know about Rivian that yeah. isn't fully appreciated by this market. If anything, I would say the hype has people has people people are overappreciating the story based on initial photography and imagery of this vehicle, right? The pickup truck vehicle. It's been around for years now. That is quite honestly differentiated and beautiful. Which is great. I mean, like, like I, I think, get it. I think the I one thing it. that might be uh, like hard to judge is just how the market is going to continue to be crazy over EV stocks. Everybody wants to be the next Tesla. Everybody wants to be a trillion dollar company. That's a long way off for any of these EV companies, but there's just so much hype. And I, I don't think we can really quantify the hype factor. Will this thing, which is trading <clears throat> at 107 ish now, 108, um, I think Dave, well, here's a better way. What we quantify is that so if we think about it from these terms, Tesla got the hundred thousand vehicle order from Hertz, and that was worth at least two hundred billion dollars. Rivian has a similar order; they've got a hundred thousand unit order from Amazon for delivery vehicles. Why is this thing not worth two hundred billion dollars? Jordan, Jordan, that is the worst benchmark. <laughs> You're taking one bad benchmark to set another bad example. And by the way, all that value that was created by that Hertz announcement is gone, wiped away. Right? So, like half of it. If you go half of it. What? Half of it. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. You can't account for that from just from the Hertz announcement. No, there was a lot. There was a lot going on at Tesla. Tesla's an irrational company. Uh, you listen, Rivian is becoming kind of an irrational company based on a few factors. Uh, let, let me ask you this, guys. And that's what I want to talk um, about. It's the factors, well, well, not maybe not on day one. Like, I can't even fathom jumping in today. If you if you had your like market order set right when it opened, it looks like one hundred six seventy five was the number. Uh, it's it's above that. You're up if you got in if you got filled on that first uh, tick. But look, it, it's already down. It hit one hundred and fourteen. You you might have might be underwater in it. So it's it's, it's, it's just it's not a day for me to consider buying this. But longer term. Is Rivian something that that has potential as an investment? Or, or let, let, let's talk about it. First of all, we're social arb traders, so uh, do well, we? You're have fully any social advantage? arb trader. I'm not exclusively social arb. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Let me let me ask you this. How does the Rivian story improve from here meaningfully from expectations today? Uh, when you think about the Rivian story and what could happen over the next 12 to 24 months, the expectations for Rivian are so high. Um, the pre-orders, and I have doubts as to whether those pre-orders are even going to materialize on a 70 to $80,000 truck at a time when so many other car companies are finally starting to catch up with great designs, great EV in their pipelines. If you even look at something like, I'll give you the perfect example. There's very few trucks in the history of trucks that were more hyped or awaited than the Bronco, a car that I have, right? I, I got yeah. the Bronco. And, you know, Bronco had their reservation list of diehards. And I think the Bronco is going to do great. Uh, but they lost a whole lot of those reservations, right? A lot of the people that had reservations for the Bronco that two years ago, year and a half ago, are now saying, you know what? Taking too long. I found another truck that I love. I'm going to get that truck and I'm going to dump my Bronco reservation. I don't know how many of these Rivian reservations that we're looking at right now are actually going to materialize um, over time. Also, everyone's super hyped about the Amazon order, right? 100,000 yeah. 
uh, vans. Well, there's another side to that Amazon order. And if you kind of look behind the curtains, I think there are stipulations on that order that Rivian is prevented, I think, from selling vans for, I believe, four years after the first van gets delivered to Amazon. Uh, so they might it's not a great situation for Rivian. It's not a bad situation to have a hundred thousand order from Amazon, but there are negatives to it. Also, Amazon, I don't believe, is contractually tied to actually having to execute on any of those uh, on any of those purchases from Rivian. So, if Amazon yeah. finds another provider that can get them trucks at fifteen percent vans for fifteen percent less, don't count them out from going with another. Uh, another van. Now, obviously, Amazon owns a bunch of Rivian, but at some point, so does Ford. Do you think Ford's going to hold on to those shares? I'm not so sure based on the actions that Ford has taken over the past few months to, in some ways, a little bit distance themselves from some of the Rivian tech that, you know, they had opportunities to, to kind of have a co-platform with them. I don't, I haven't seen them taking the action I thought they would take to take advantage of that yet. So, I'm not so sure that Ford, that owns a big chunk of Rivian, is even going to keep those shares long term. Well, uh, that could be quite Ford, a bit of selling pressure. We know for pressure. a fact that they're going to be pumping somewhere around $30 billion into their own EV platform. And what better way to source some of the funds and all the money that they've made on the Rivian uh, IPO? Boom. Jordan, you're right. Ford is a company that is going to be cash hungry over the next two years. And I can think of no greater source of cash than selling Rivian stock if I'm Ford over the next couple of years. So there's some selling pressure. I just don't like the setup here personally based on the hype, based on the consumer expectation. And Rivian has done an amazing job painting a beautiful picture, all the right things, the Amazon order, the beautiful pickup truck, right? But guys, they're going to be fulfilling the orders. So, like, the next if you think years. about how much money they've got, right? So, let's call it, let's just call it like $13 billion in cash. Um, when you compare their output, their projected output numbers with what, you know, some of the other manu major manufacturers are trying to do, um, to get to the numbers they need to get at, they're going to have to do a secondary raise, I would think, um, you know, or, you know, dig, dig down deep into debt to be able to finance some of this stuff. And so, you know, I think you can have some future news coming out that, hey, they need to do another raise. They need to find capital some other way to build their next facility um, because they've got some pretty hefty um, production targets to hit if they're going to um, fulfill on this uh, market cap. Yeah, that's something I'm concerned agree? about is their, is their ability to actually fulfill because they've been delivering vehicles since mid-September and finding any numbers on how many vehicles they've actually produced, how many they've delivered oh. is very difficult. I found one it's report. very small, Dave. Very small. Uh, one, I, so is 42 vehicles delivered to customers, most of them employees. Another report said uh, that as of last month, it was 156 of the pickup truck. But even so, they're, it, that would be like they're producing two or three of them per day, and they have a long, a long way to go to ramp up to be able to fulfill that Amazon order sometime in 2023. They have the waiting list for the uh, SUV, which, by the way, I think that SUV looks really great. It looks like a, basically a merge between a Range Rover and a Dyson uh, air filter. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It looks kind of, but it's no cyber truck. It's an odd mashup. What, oh, <laughs> please, your cyber truck. Can I say something? That video of their truck that they recently released that was more of a detailed kind of walk around on on how the you know what the feature sets of the truck. I thought yeah. it was a little gimmicky. 
I, I, I thought the design, now that I'm actually getting to see that truck more, you know, up close, I thought it was a little gimmicky. Maybe it plays in their favor, similar to kind of a Tesla. It's such like a game-changing design uh, that maybe that plays to their favor. But I think there are more things that can go wrong in the Rivian story over the next 12 months than right, okay? So I would rather sit on the sidelines until I can get real consumer reaction of, is this truck truly a game changer, right? Is it truly a game changer um, before pulling the trigger on this? Because right now, I think expectations on the Rivian product are sky high, right? So can you get higher than that? I doubt it. I, I don't really see it. So I just, I'm just waiting on something to ARB here, some information to ARB, positive or negative. Now, you can't short the stock yet, um, but I don't see enough information here to want to go long or short Rivian at this very moment, right? I think the risk is probably to the downside over the next six months. Um, I think people made a lot. By the way, there are a lot of people that made a lot of money in Rivian. Let's talk about one of the other big investors. Uh, it, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jordan, isn't Cox still a huge investor in Rivian? And when we I sold our so. company yeah. to Dealer Track, who mm -hmm. then got acquired by Cox, uh, I know they were one of the early big investors, right, in Rivian. Yeah. And I think they've been continuing to invest. Cox is a company. Yeah, they, they uh, own about, also, they, they own just over 5% of Rivian, Cox Automotive does. Yeah, uh, and I could see Cox, I could I could see Cox getting a really nice exit here in the next year uh, and wanting to sell those shares as well. So when I think about Rivian investors... Well, if you think about like when they were investing, they, they've already made a huge amount. If they were to dump them on the public market right now, it's, I mean, it's up 12% from its open today. And they they got in pre-IPO at some crazy low valuation. Oh, my God. Ago. Dave Cox got in at a crazy low valuation. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's a huge amount. Of, how much is that for Cox? So that's basically, uh, what is it, like five, a quick five, six billion in cash, right? Yeah, them? right now, if they own, they, they own more than 5%, I couldn't find the exact number, but it's more than 5%. And uh, Rivian's market cap is what now? It's uh, at today's... Current price, it's not calculating. 116 is the price. 117. What the hell is wrong with my camera, by the way? I guys, I'm sorry. I it's not my camera, it's my internet connection. I was I too lazy. I did not pull my wire in. No, you but, look great, Jordan. It's uh Chris's okay. Yeah, Chris is uh, uh it, it's I did not hardwire my camera today. My bad. My bad. I'll I'll do it next time. Um the thing is, I would love to something. Rivian. I'm just not gonna buy it at this price. Um, which is a bummer because I love the truck. Chris thinks it's cheesy. I think it's a really good looking vehicle. I think it looks a lot nicer than the Cybertruck, which I would never drive. I, I would never drive the Cybertruck either. And Jordan, I'm not yeah. saying it's cheesy. I'm, I'm thinking that when you see it in person, it might or might not be functional for most people relative to the comp competition that will be coming well, out. Let's at let's talk about that. Time. So that's my biggest, like if I, people always ask me, hey, you order one, you're going to order a Rivian. My biggest issue is I don't know how far it's going to tow, right? And so if I'm towing 7,000 pounds, does that 250 realist, like they call it 300, let's say it's actually 250. What does that shrink down to? Is it 100, is it 125, um, is it even less? And I, I don't think we know any of those stats yet. And so, you know, practically, I don't think it would work for me towing a boat, but- uh, Jordan, but you are so out, you are so, 
you are you will never it's going to be a long time before you own one of these new car companies cars because i know how you are ford screwed you years ago and you thought ford service was bad you just try to own a tesla or right. a rivian and and you have an issue and you can't even talk to anybody like dude you are not the type of person that is okay with owning one of these vehicles you like to be serviced um, you know, when you buy something, I mean, I just know how you are. You're not going to be the people that buy a truck that don't tow with it, um, that don't haul anything. I think those people could easily switch over to a Rivian, no problem. And then they never go to a gas station. Um, but for me, I'm, you know, I just, I need to know more. No you chance know, of my buying Rivian today. What's that? I, I can't find any stats on how long the battery lasts if you're towing, but it's uh, an 11,000 pound towing capacity. Yeah, yeah, their capacity is out there. They just don't give you the longevity at, at that capacity, which depends, so, right? Because if you're towing like a like a box trailer, I mean that thing you're just slamming it through the wind, and so that's going to be a lot lower. Um, so it depends. Guys, I, I haven't kept track of the uh, kind of the Biden um, kind of the Biden plan that just got pushed through. Do you know if those EV credits were included? Because even if they are included, Rivian does not. Uh, they're not within the. They're not within the brackets qualify based on the price of their vehicle. The price of the vehicle, no. They're, yeah, their yeah, starting price is like $70,000. What is for this for? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, seriously. And that's, I think those credits were capped at 50000 55, I think. And the, uh, it, it looks like the cheapest uh, Rivian pickup is sixty-seven five. That's their starting at price on their website. So... I, listen, I, I think there are people are not looking at the full story when it comes to Rivian. I think they're getting caught up in the EV excitement. We're in an e, we're having an EV moment right now, and Rivian is one of the hottest EV IPOs maybe ever behind Tesla. So yeah. I well, get here's why the deal: so people are comparing it to Tesla and what Tesla was at at 100 billion dollars, saying they had this many service centers, they were doing you know this many vehicles, but. At this point, at $100 billion, they are way better capitalized. So they've got a ton of money um, to execute. And, and it looks like that cap is actually an $80,000 cap. So uh, theoretically, 80. these Rivians would qualify. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. for I think for trucks, it goes. it's bigger, right? It's a bigger It cap. is bigger? Okay. Okay. Um, the SUVs, trucks, vans, up to $80,000. And other, which includes sedans, at 55000 and under. And that is, uh, as of one day ago, it was still present in the bill, but uh, it looks like that that is one thing that is just going back and forth in negotiations. Yeah. And those income out, limits are, are lowered. So, Jordan, you don't qualify anyway. Your family Wait, income. Uh, your, your, your family income is too high. You're not going to get an EV credit. Oh, I could just stop selling stocks and then I could get an EV credit, right? If you stop for a year, are you going <laughs> to do that? <laughs> I mean, maybe. No, your dividends probably put you over the limit. Wait, what's the Okay, limit? so this is... Uh, 500000 Well, listen, first of all, oh. Stephen Malik says not in the... This is what I thought. Not in the infrastructure plan. It will be in the next plan, Build Back Better, which is going to be fought so hard yeah. um, in Congress. I have major concerns about that plan getting through in its current form. So, dude, I'm telling you right now, People are starting to pay attention to valuation 
for the first time in a long time, right? Maybe not on with these heated IPOs, especially yeah, the commodity sector. Yeah, they're paying, to, paying attention to valuation in, and and we've seen earnings reports. Even if if companies are beating their earnings, they're getting killed after the fact. Uh, you know, we've seen it happen like time and time again. But um, I don't know that like anyone cares what Tesla's valuation compared to. Uh, revenue. Te- Tesla doesn't apply, but any I think don't any you think that maybe information that comes- Rivian doesn't apply either because of that. I I think I think Rivian who they have not proven themselves yet will get punished on any negative information. There's a lot of risk involved in the trade based yeah. on expectations and how people perceive the company today uh, versus what they're actually able to deliver on. So any. Any negative news, I think the stock gets punished. I'm not interested in... And by the way, Rivian has been the company I've been most excited about in the EV space for the past three years. Yet here I am on IPO day, not buying Rivian. I just oh, I'm very can't. interested. I'm not buying right now. But if the, if the price was right, I'm going to call it $50 billion. I would buy it, I think. It- so it would have to basically crater and go below it's it's uh, even the, the price that they set for it, which right. is already, you know... Because you're buying twenty percent cash still, right? Um, Listen, guys. Yeah, and the I'm comment not, there, uh, Rivian does not have Elon. That's another big risk factor. <laughs> it, 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 listen, it, it doesn't have Elon. I, I think I think we're at peak Rivian hype right this moment, this week, today. Uh, so I have no interest. I have nothing. I have no insight into this company that would that would allow me to think that I knew something positive that people weren't appreciating. So why the hell would I invest at that point? Um, yeah. I'm not. So things change in the future. If the information gets better, I don't care what the stock's trading for, Jordan. If the information gets better on Rivian uh, and I'm able to see some insight into Rivian that the market doesn't see, I'd be open to trading at that time. Same thing on the short side. If I if I see anything that's a negative that the market doesn't catch, uh, well, I'll here's short the benchmark. So basically they've got to pump out close to 400,000 vehicles in like 2023-2024 to make this valuation make sense. So, yeah. And it really comes down to, and and that, like like Chris was saying, the risk factor is if they fall behind, if they look like they're not going to hit numbers that people were expecting, if they can't build their factories fast enough, if they run into supply chain issues, whatever it is, there's a lot that could go wrong. And that might bring the price down and might make it a buying opportunity. Because long term, I think that they have, they've got a good platform. They've got a good product. They have got By the way, Dave, backers. have you heard it's hard building a car right now? Like, it's actually difficult for existing manufacturers that have existing major yeah. commitments on chipsets to even good, good get luck cars getting out right now. Yeah. Do you think there's some risk that Rivian comes out in the next few quarters and says, hey... We're having an issue getting this one piece. By the way, it's a brand new, uh, you know, design on a vehicle, right? That we've never built before, right? That we haven't gone through and scaled out. Do you think there's some risk there that Rivian has some negative news flow in the next few quarters? Yeah, I, I think there is. I'm not willing to take that risk. Not in this environment, man. Not in this environment where every, by the way, every single yeah. Automotive manufacturer in the world is ramping up to scale up and manufacture as many EVs as they possibly can the next two years. Yes, I mean Rivian could be a leader, but they are not going to escape that issue of having to source supplies 
and get manufacturing up and get with logistics and transport and inflation. There's just yeah. a They've lot of start... stuff that people aren't thinking about when it comes to reviews. To, to right be now. able to deliver those 100,000 vans to Amazon, they've got to get started right away. They should have been building those already because it, that's a lot of vehicles to crank out. And uh, the the deal was actually put together in 2019 before we ever even thought of a supply chain crunch, right? So all of these expectations for making 100,000 Amazon vans were were 19, 2019 uh thoughts right here's the other that's issue why would you do that when the, that's probably your lowest margin vehicle right wouldn't you rather sell your ultra lux vehicle and uh get leather appointments and all of these things that you can uh, get margin on yeah i think i think it was a great deal for amazon my biggest holding uh, right. because they basically have the option to buy low cost delivery vehicles from a company that they have a large stake in and like we were saying, if, if they decide, oh, you know what? This other company makes a cheaper, better, faster van. We don't have to buy these 100000 from the company that we invested in. We can just yeah. buy them from the cheaper provider. Yeah. And by the way, Brave Birdman says, Chris, why didn't you buy the IPO at 78 and ride the height? Well, listen, there was no public IPO today at 78. It no. opened uh, 106 was so. the lowest you could have gotten in at the yeah. open. So unless you prepared yeah, ahead of time and figured out how to, you know, well, yeah, if, if you would have gotten institutional shares, you know, right. during, you know, prior to the actual public yeah. uh, issuance today, but you need to have an institutional relationship, commit big money. And usually uh, you have a lot of money parked at one of the institutions that are underwriting the deal. And in exchange for that relationship and the money they make off of your money, they hand you a few shares in Rivian, right? Uh, I, I don't play that game. And so I did not have that access on this IPO. Um, all right, guys, we have a lot of other things coming up this week. So why don't we kind of cap this one? We'll watch Rivian the rest of today. I'd rather own Ford even at 20, I think, than Rivian, <laughs> Rivian right now. And by the way, I don't love I don't love Ford, but um, man, I just think this is this is insane. Are you invested in any EV companies? Tesla, yeah, I told you I just started taking off my short on Tesla this morning. I mean, my hedge, excuse me. So I have a lot of Tesla. I started taking off the hedge. I'm now only 50% hedge in Tesla. Um, and I expect to remove the remainder, remainder of that hedge probably today or tomorrow. And but, I'll be fully long Tesla again. I also have all of my EV bus manufacturers. Dave. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I know you're big in Tesla. I'm big in Tesla. It's my it's a top five holding for me. And when it goes up, it becomes a top three holding for me. Um, but any of these Lightning like EVgo, Fisker, right. uh, we shorted Nikola, uh, Lightning E-Motors, Lion Electric, all of these like things that were that were SPACs that didn't that, that kind of fizzled out. Are you still in any of those? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in those. I'm still in a handful of them. I don't have them all sitting right in front of me right now. Uh, my biggest position in ED is in battery and battery tech and lithium. Uh, lithium America, LAC is my largest uh, EV position. Period, um, and it's doubled over the past sixty days. I'm super pumped to have that thing trading in the low thirties. Uh, that is my number one position. EV is lithium America. I also own a um, Australian uh, trades on the Australian exchange through one of my good buddies. Uh, it's another battery tech company. I, I think that's where the value is right now. And I want to do another show on that at some point because I feel like these consumer EV plays are just so overhyped and so accessible. I love battery 
battery supply chain um, lithium, I think that is the exciting, reasonably valued play here in EV and a little less sexy for most retail investors right mm-hmm. now. But I think it gets sexier over the next few years. So that that that's where I am, guys. Out of all of these EV well, I, players, I think I still have some Neo. I think I still do you have, have some Neo? Neo? I'm I'm not in uh, anything yeah, I, except for Tesla. That's... Do you remember when I went all in on Ford at four bucks a share? <laughs> I just went kill, crushing. Yes. I thought I was killing it when I exited at eight and nine, and then I think I got I exited my last shares. I think in the low teens. I should have just kept all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I have it all at twenty. Yes, yes you should but, have. Yeah. <laughs> But, all, all right, well, guys. This has been this has been awesome. We'll be back maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, is Friday. Or wait, today's only Wednesday. No, not, tomorrow is. Oh my gosh! Wednesday. What is going Wednesday. on? We have our big episode coming up on Friday, where we will announce the best investor of 2020, uh, a guy that has made more money than all three of us on this show combined, uh, and we will announce his Twitter account and we'll issue him ten thousand dollars, who he is graciously giving to. The person that told him about our contest last year. He just said, give it to that guy. He needs the money more than I do. Uh, and I'm also going to announce a new compensation. What, what do you call it yesterday, Dave? You called it a research fund, basically? Yeah, you're basic, what do you something call it? like, like that. Yeah, you're, just, it's, you're, you're basically going to put up some money for people who bring good investment ideas. And it's kind of just like a discretionary it. fund start, for people start who give you good ideas. I'm just going to start Venmoing our audience. I'm going to start Venmoing everybody in the dumb money community that comes up with a good idea. If I think it's a good idea, and I'm just going to start just Venmoing you cash, hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands of dollars. I made that decision a couple weeks ago. And you've decided to put a minimum amount that you're going to give away, right? You're going to do at least like $10,000. Minimum 10K a year, but I think a lot more than that. I mean, if people come up with great ideas, I can see me giving away multitude of that on an annualized basis but i just want to start throwing money to people in the community that are in our discord that come up with great ideas that especially if i end up you know acting on those ideas regardless of whether i make money in them or not if they come up with a great idea i i just want to thank our community i don't think i'm doing a good enough job thanking our community for ideas they've been coming up with the last few months so we'll announce that formally on friday and how that's going to work yeah, so definitely so subscribe, come like back, hang out with us on Friday. We're going to do one of those just where we chat and talk and read your comments and do Q&A. It'll be an hour plus, you know, however long until we lose our voices. And Chris, uh, uh, Chris, yeah, take some wait. of that money and give it to your uh, internet service provider because you need uh, a, a hard reboot over there. You little upgrade. Hey, Dude. I can come, <laughs> look, I can come fix, we need to get you some mesh networking. I can come fix you up. No, Jordan, I actually know exactly what I need to do. I need to drop a, a, a Cat5 line into my closet, and I've been waiting. Xavier, if you're watching this, I've been waiting for about five months for you to do that for me. I keep texting Whoa, him. I'm like, dude, are out. you going to come do this? Yeah, like, dude, like, I just need to drop that, that line into my closet, man. And it's a two-person job. It's actually Jordan, super Jordan and I can come help. I have the crimping tool to make a Cat5 cable, and uh, I'm sure Jordan has, like, spools of cat five around laying around the we can house make the drop baby <laughs> that's fine but until then i can still fix it i just got to roll i have a hundred foot cord that i roll from our sitting room into my closet i don't it know how you don't have cat of... five in your closet when i've got cat five going into my bathrooms i uh, jordan i have cat five going into like every room in my house except my closet i, I just would who would have thought who would have thought, thought the pandemic would happen and i'd be living out of my closet yeah 
but it is what it is. All, All right. right, Friday happy hour, and if we think of something great, we have a few episodes in mind. Um, by the way, we're still checking social arb trades every day. I just haven't found one that is good enough to share with the community. But guys, Ooh. I promise you, we're working on it. Okay, we're working on it. All right, that's gonna do it for this one. We will see you back here Friday, if not sooner. Subscribe. <laughs>